Welcome to Liquor and Liqueur Connoisseur, where I drink, discuss, and discover the world of distilled spirits. I'm your host, Matt Burchard. This is episode 25, and I'm drinking Mandarin Napoleon, or Mandarin Napoleon in English. For each episode of Liquor and Liqueur Connoisseur, you can expect that I will be well-researched and educational, also entertaining and consistent in my reviews. I'm also consistent in my mispronunciation of non-English words. This episode in particular will have me mispronouncing some French names. My apologies in advance for that. I chose Mandarin Napoleon for this episode because I recently read about it in the book The Drunken Botanist by Amy Stewart. It's mentioned on page 300 in a chapter on citrus, and I vaguely remember seeing a bottle on a shelf in a liquor store prior to me starting this podcast. So I decided I'd seek it out and see what I could find. Mandarin Napoleon, the bottle I have, is 750 milliliters. It is bottled currently at 38% alcohol by volume, making it 76 proof. It retails for around $30. And the question is, what is Mandarin Napoleon? It's a Mandarin-flavored cognac-based liqueur. Before I open this bottle up, the bottle itself deserves a description. It's an amber-colored glass, and it has a very unique texture to it. I assume it is to mimic a mandarin orange peel. It also has a yellow and pale green screw cap. And from the screw cap tucked underneath the screw cap to the front label, there's a fabric strip that has a fleur-de-lis and mandarin napoleon embroidered on it or woven into it. Then the main front label itself says Grand Liqueur Imperial, or Grand Liquor Imperial. And below that, right in the center of the label, is the bicorn hat. This is the hat that Napoleon Bonaparte was famous for wearing. Interesting thing on the bicorn hat, it's meant to function a bit like an umbrella with the folded sides. You've got a spout on the front or back that would allow the rain to run off and not hit your body. So, little tidbit on the bicorn hat. The rest of the front label has more fleur-de-lis and a collection of gold spirits labels that the spirit has won over the years. And finally, at the bottom, it says Tradition Displace 1892, which translates to since 1892 or tradition since 1892. Turning the bottle around, the back label includes the text. Mandarin Napoleon is a bold blend of the finest cognac, macerated mandarins, aromatic spices and plants. This makes it the preferred citrus liqueur for many bartenders in the world. Mandarin Napoleon can be enjoyed in a variety of ways. Straight, over ice, or as a refresher with tonic or freshly squeezed juices. It serves great in classic cocktails, in coffee, or as an after-dinner drink. Award-winning chefs from around the world use Mandarin Napoleon to craft a perfect glaze, marinate meats and fish, or to impress their guests with delicious desserts. So with that, and without further ado, let's go ahead and open this bottle up. Got a nice screw cap. Let's crack it. There we go. Ooh. For every spirit on this podcast, I taste them neat at room temperature. I use a nosing glass or a Glencairn, as it's referred to properly, as it's a whiskey glass. It just allows you to swirl the spirit and get a good look at it, not have it slosh everywhere, but get a good nosing as well. And now for the pour. In the glass, it's a beautiful orangey amber color. On the nose, it's very mandarin orange forward. <laughs> it is 
quite amazing that it's very specifically mandarin orange. It's not a generic orange citrus, but mandarins themselves have a very specific smell, a sweetness to them, and this smells exactly like it. Just like a fresh expressed essential oil, if you have ever lit a twist or twist a peel into a cocktail, the oils that express out of that peel, that's exactly what this liqueur smells like. Yeah, it's just pure mandarin zest is all I get on the nose with a hint of sweetness. And now on the palate. Tastes like orange candy. That is really good. Let's try a second sample. Mm. Marmalade. It makes me think of orange marmalade. There's a hint of some cinnamon, a little underlying spice, a lot of sweetness, pure, pure citrus mandarin flavor. It is quite sweet being a liqueur, so it has sugar added. No idea how much sugar, but of course it's very sweet. It's not overly syrupy. I've had some liqueurs that are very syrupy. This is not that. I'll also say it's very well-rounded. It's quite mellow. There's no harshness to it. Even the ethanol doesn't really burn much at all. It's very balanced and a true high-quality orange liqueur. For the history of Mandarin Napoleon, I'll say that I'm quite impressed with the official story from the brand's website. It aligns with the other accounts I've found of this spirit's origin, and that's not always the case these days with distilled spirits, or any brand for that matter. The liqueur is said to have been created for Napoleon Bonaparte himself in the late 1700s or early 1800s. Antoine-Francois de Fourcroix, an accomplished chemist and key counselor to Napoleon Bonaparte, is credited with the idea of macerating mandarins in alcohol and then blending the distillate with cognac. Fourcroix is said to have been an amateur distiller in one reference that I found, but given his extensive chemistry background, this makes perfect sense. He observed that Emperor Napoleon greatly appreciated a drink made from mandarin and cognac and wrote this in his personal diary. It's said that Fourcroix and Napoleon often enjoyed a glass together, but this is likely a legend. Fourcroix is said to have been Napoleon's physician, and I'm not entirely sure this is correct either. He was appointed Minister of Public Instruction in 1802, responsible for education in all of France at all levels, which he held until his death in 1809. The original drink then disappeared, until it was rediscovered in Fouquois' notes by Belgian chemist Louis Schmidt, who decided to create a liqueur based on the recipe. In 1892, Mandarin Napoleon was first bottled and sold commercially some 71 years after Napoleon's death. The spirit was launched under the Fouquois family name and remained a family business for five generations until 2009 when the brand was sold to De Kuyper Royal Distillers. The Fourcois and De Kuypers are said to have been longtime family friends. In 2013, Mark De Kuyper, then the president of De Kuyper Royal Distillers and the 11th generation family member of the firm founded in 1695, said that Mandarin Napoleon had been available in the U.S. since the 1980s, but only sold about 2,000 cases nationwide annually. There'd be 10 or 15 in one state, maybe in 100 in another state, but sales volumes were not very strong. 
De Kuyper launched a marketing campaign, and in 2013, they helped the spirit gain a stronger footing outside of Europe. It's promoted for use in cocktails, but also as noted on the back label, for use in cooking. In my research, I found that the bottle has remained relatively unchanged since the start. It's a bit vintage looking, maybe not the most in favor, as some would say, but it's truly original and classic. The basic shape, texture, and the fabric strap are present on very early vintage bottles that I've seen. In fact, the brand's website has a lineup of five bottles spanning the decades. One note, I did, however, see that the proof was adjusted slightly over the years. An ad from the late 1970s shows an 80 proof just a touch stronger than what's sold today. And a bit unusual for a liqueur is that Mantra Napoleon is very straightforward and forthcoming in how the product is made. The particulars are still a secret recipe, but Mandarin Napoleon is made from a maceration of mandarins in a neutral spirit. The mandarin oranges are sourced from Corsica, Sicily, or Andalusia most likely. And interestingly, mandarins were present on Corsica, the island of Napoleon's birth, at the time that he was born. And to elaborate on what a maceration is, maceration simply means the fruit is crushed or chopped and then soaked for a period of time in a strong alcohol in order for the essential oils and flavors to become infused or bonded with the alcohol. This varies from an infusion really only in the fact that infusion, typically you don't crush or chop the plant matter or whatever you're infusing into the spirit first. A maceration is just, it's all chopped up and then infused. In addition to the mandarins, up to 20 additional plants and spices are added to the maceration. The ones that are disclosed are clove from India, nutmeg from Indonesia, cinnamon from Sri Lanka, and if it's from Sri Lanka, it's likely to be true cinnamon or Ceylon cinnamon, the higher quality of the two species of cinnamon available in the spice trade. Plus Angelica from Belgium, then green tea from China, and black tea from Sri Lanka. The fruit and plants will be strained out and then the liquid will be distilled. Mandarin Napoleon uses an Arnold Holstein copper pot still for this purpose. There's a photo of these beautiful stills on the Mandarin Napoleon website. They're housed in a former barn dating to the 1500s. The distilled maceration is referred to as a distillate at this point. And they note that they're only taking the heart cut of the distillation of the maceration. And this is an important quality control step that rids the spirit of off flavors in the head or the first part of the distillation and potentially harmful methanol that occurs in the tails or the end of the distillation process. So they take just the part in the middle. It's referred to in distilling terms as the heart cut. The distillate is said to be about 88% alcohol by volume or about 176 proof. To this is blended the finest age cognacs that I've heard rumor are at least 10 years old and some water, sugar, and a natural color, carmine, to give it a consistent color. And then if I'm reading things correctly, it looks that this blend is then matured for two years for the flavors to marry and mellow in what the website describes as develops a rich, smooth character, subtle textural complexities, and intricate flavor to create the award-winning Mandarin Napoleon. 
They show casks on the website, but there's no specific mention of maturation in wood, so it may simply be vatted in stainless steel tanks. And it may not really be aged at all. They only found reference to the two-year note on the website, but not on other sources I looked at. Rested or not, when it's ready, they bottle it, and you've got Mandarin Napoleon ready to go. With the Kuiper's impressive reach, it is sold in over 120 countries worldwide. On to cocktails and consumption. Mandarin Napoleon is great served neat. That's how I've enjoyed my pour while recording this podcast. But it can be a higher quality substitute in any cocktail that calls for a triple sec. The brand signature drink listed on their website is the Napoleon Margarita. It's a simple margarita with Mandarin Napoleon used as the orange liqueur. I'll provide the recipe and show notes for this episode. So in summary, what do I think of Mandra Napoleon? It's very good. It is well-rounded. It tastes exactly like the fresh zest of mandarin oranges. They have captured the flavor essence so well. And the cognac base and the amount of sugar that they add really gives you a well-rounded orange liqueur. It will absolutely elevate your cocktail craft. Substitute bottom shelf triple sec for a top shelf mandarin napoleon and anything that calls for an orange liqueur and the cocktail will shine. So that's going to do it for episode 25 of Liquor and the Core Connoisseur. I'm your host, Matt Burchard. Please subscribe and share. Show notes are on liquorandthecoreconnoisseur.com. You can also find the show on Apple Podcasts and wherever you get your podcasts. We're recently listed on Amazon Music now. The show is also on social media. If you want to see a picture of the bottle, you can see it on Facebook or Instagram. I'm also occasionally on Twitter. Please leave me your feedback and my apologies for mispronouncing French throughout this episode. Thank you for listening. <laughs>